Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Prep Talk Live. Uh, episode 38, we'll call it 37 and a half or 38.1 or something. I don't know what we're going to call it. It's Preps Giving. Sadly, uh, Tup is not going to be able to join us this evening. Um, I don't know if he's going to drop in on the chat or not, if he's watching or not. Um, but unfortunately, um, he had some family stuff. Obviously, it is the day before Thanksgiving. Pony Girl, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, I see everybody is is piling in so far. Um, so, but I still wanted to jump in because it is the, the day before. By the way, I'm Casey with Cascadia Dispatch. If you don't know, but I think everyone who's here probably knows uh, who I am. Uh, but wanted to just jump in and say a, a happy pre-Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, to talk about a couple of quick things, um, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. It'll probably be a short episode. Um, but I, I like to try if, if we are going to kind of avert plans, which they tend to change, I like to try and change them, you know, a couple of hours or, or earlier in the day. Uh, but we had the, the last minute snafu, um, which can happen uh, as we know it's family time. And, and we also know Tup is a very popular guy. He is a big deal. I am thankful that Tup continues to do this show with me um, because <laughs> he does not need to. Um, and so I really appreciate it. So I figured I would I would jump in. Um, a couple of things uh, that I wanted to throw out there um, to everybody who's watching, watching on the replay, watching on the chat. So um, because it is Thanksgiving uh, tomorrow, wanted to do a quick reminder to everybody to uh, try to take the opportunity without scaring everyone. Hey, Chuck, what's going on? Uh, I see Chuck has arrived um, in the chat. So take a, a few minutes and and talk about your preps and your plans with your family. Uh, I've made a video in the past about uh, kind of, I always say family planning, but it sounds like not the right term. So family prepping, I guess, maybe, or something like that. Um, but the idea being, you're going to have a lot of your family together. You may have extended family together. You may have friends that are joining you for like a Friendsgiving or something like that. So take the opportunity to, um, you know, maybe beforehand or after when everyone's kind of just sitting in their turkey comas or something like that. Um, and talk about your prep plans, um, how they might interact and be involved in it. Um, our prep plans are very heavily concentrated on our um, kind of our family, our nuclear little uh, foursome that we have here at our house. But also my parents live very close by. Uh, my brother and his family live very close by. My wife's family parents live uh, kind of close by. They're like a half an hour away and they're on the other side of a river, but they're close-ish. Um, so we always kind of in these moments, I try to take, take uh, some time uh, during these kind of moments to kind of catch up on anything that's changed. Is there anything um, that's changed as far as supplies that you have, gear that you need? Uh, our last, uh, we had a birthday 
a family birthday dinner a few months ago, and we were talking about the need for a family freeze dryer and whether or not that was a thing that was going to happen. Um, because for, for one family to necessarily buy it might be a, a big expense, but maybe if we shared it, um, that might be a, a benefit. And we have a lot of uh, food allergies and food issues. So the standard freeze-dried fare that you might find doesn't really work for our group. So that was one of the things that we had talked about. Um, we have talked in the past about estate planning things. Um, so I know Tup does not love to get into financial or legal or, or that sort of thing. I have a couple of my own businesses that I run with my wife and my family and everything else. So um, talking about the finances and planning and estate planning and all that sort of stuff is just kind of second nature, but also an important thing to do that people often overlook. Um, it's kind of like the biggest plan and the biggest prep you could do for the most inevitable disaster that will happen. Um, making sure that all of that's taken care of. So um, if there's anything in that that needs to get discussed, tomorrow might be a good day to kind of tap some people on the shoulder and maybe not even go into details, but set up a time, say, hey, I need to go grab lunch with you next week um, because we need to talk about some changes that are happening um, or I need to talk to you about some new meeting spots. Maybe there's been construction in your neighborhood and the meeting spots that you normally would have planned don't work anymore. So this would be an opportunity to go through and say, hey, we're moving this, we're changing that. Uh, it's just a really great time when everyone is together. Uh, especially when you have people coming in from out of town, a lot of times we talk about bugging in or your kind of immediate family or, or close geographical circle. But you also want to have some out-of-state contacts. You want to have some out-of-state plans. For us planning for the earthquake, our immediate plan is to shelter in place and, and bug in for couple weeks, uh, maybe until we can get evacuated, but then to get out. And uh, my wife has some family that live a couple of states over. So our plan is probably to either meet up with them or to, uh, if we can, you know, fly somewhere else as a, as a larger group and, and stick together. Um, but they are in charge of, for example, we have those satellite, um, the Garmin satellite GPSs, which I also have a video about. Um, it's one of the interesting videos. I made it once and uh, and people still trickle in. Like it, I've, it's like two or three years old, but people still watch it. And that's fantastic. It's not a, I don't think it's a piece of gear that a lot of people have, but I love the fact that you can have it. It can be a GPS, but you can also send messages and SMS and email and, and everything using satellite. So we have them set up so that if something were to happen, their contact information is already in the GPSs and they know to recognize the, the text messages or the emails because they'll come from a really weird address. And um, also they have the login to go in and change our, our plan with Garmin to upgrade it to the unlimited plan. Right now we just have it, I think it's $12 a month or something and it gives us 10 or 20 messages or something, which we don't really use, but it keeps it active. If you had like a satellite phone, you have to pay, I think it's 50 or 60 or $200 for the phone. And then you have to pay for the plan and you can't change the plan and you can't start a plan if you don't have one. So this is a really great option that kind of a low cost way to keep a satellite communication. So we, they have instructions that, hey, we're going to text them, you know, God forbid this thing happens. But if we can't, we would text them and or message them and say, hey, change our plan, bump it to the unlimited because um, we're just going to be using this all the time.
So, um, so yeah. So, um, Pony Girl, yes. Uh, yeah, it's it's time to just yeah take it to as many people as are there. Um, and I think uh, you know when we talk about the in in town and out of town, I think that's an important thing because you're gonna want to have both of those groups of people involved, and they need to know their role. They need to know that if they turn on the TV and there's an earthquake or they get a, an email, what the next steps are. Um, they need to know that, hey, you may be on your way and that there may be some stuff to do. Or, for example, if you're out of town, maybe you're on vacation. And we've had this conversation with our family. If we're out of town on vacation and something were to happen while we're not there, here's where everything is at our house. Here's where the sleeping bags are, the tents, the food, the water, and everything else. So even if we're not there and we can't get there, and they're stuck in it, they can still get there and they can use the stuff. Um, so we want to make sure that that it's being used and um, that all of those things are available and everybody knows what's going on. So I would say that is one of the biggest things that you can do for Thanksgiving, as well as just enjoy the time with your family. Um, I think this time has, uh, the last several years have been trying for everyone. And so these moments where kind of Things get to slow down if you're fortunate enough to be able to have things slow down and really take time with your family, I think is really important. Um, another thing that's happening, uh, I'm just looking at Chuck's, Chuck's little comment. Uh, family knows the little store in my walk-in closet with six months of food truck. Yes, little stores. Um, we have we have stuff kind of throughout our house, but in general, they know that the garage is where most of the things are. Um, Dr. Dave, uh, we use Turkey Dinner as a recap. What's new? What's needed? Goal setting. Love that. Um, that's a great plan. Like in general, I love that it's kind of you would use it for you could use it for prepping and planning, but you could also use it for just general life things. Like what are goals that we want to set as a family, and what are goals that we want to achieve uh, in the future? Um, we've we've had similar conversations. I tend to be splintered and everything, but on, you know, hey, we want to see each other more. We used to do um, college football games with the Ducks, of course, uh, the greatest football team that's ever been created. Um, no, I know Alabama's going to have a thing. But anyway, we have better uniforms, so I don't really care. Um, so we used to have Duck games before we had kids. And every every Saturday, everyone would come over to our house and we would have the Duck game here. Uh, and then kids happened and people got married and then COVID happened. And so we haven't had kind of the duck games for like probably the last 10 or so years. Uh, and this year we all kind of started talking about, hey, it's time to bring those back. It's time to bring them back with the family. It's time to bring them back with friends. Start to have those sorts of things that we used to do that we can start to, to put back together again. So I think, that's, I think that's super important to do as well. Uh, I'm just trying to keep an eye on because Chuck and, and Pony Girl are having quite the conversation and I'm trying to see if there's anything in here that we need um, to bring up. So um, yeah, good friend on board of prepping. Uh, he's setting up a solar system with, probably, yes, yes. The more evangel, the more people that you, that we can get to start to think about this and do it for themselves, the less we have to worry about helping them in their own emergency. Um, and it's one of the things, uh, I'm pretty sure that, that Tup has mentioned that a few times. I, I feel like that's a thing that, that I talk about a lot is, you know, there's it's one thing about getting prepared yourself, 
you can't save everyone. And I think in, in the prepping community, there is a there are people that are like, hey, I only want to prepare for myself and I'm not going to worry about anybody else. And I think that there are a lot of people who look at that and say, I want to help everybody. How do I prepare for everybody? And you can't prepare for everyone. I, I drove myself a little bit nuts trying to think about how to prepare for everyone. Um, there's, I'm actually going to do some videos, I think, in the in the relatively near future about just kind of mental health. And, and in the prepping community, I think our people are so um, kind of aware of things that can become dark and depressing and overwhelming and anxiety inducing and all that sort of stuff that it can become a whole different thing. And being able to go out and find people to help or ways to decompress or ways to get past the burnout and that sort of thing, I think is incredibly important. So I have a, a kind of a at least a couple of videos that I have planned on that. Um, I actually uh, am partnering up with BetterHelp to talk about that sort of stuff um, because I actually used BetterHelp, uh, I think it was last summer. I had kind of got to a point where I was really burnt out and really kind of worried and overwhelmed and all kinds of things. And um, BetterHelp was a great kind of start to decompressing some of that and um and then transitioning to now i have i have therapy every friday it's like my favorite part of the week i love it i have a, a wonderful guy and we just chat about what happened during the week and it's a wonderful way of, of having a third party person to kind of reset and reshuffle um where my head is and what i'm thinking about and what i'm prioritizing so i would i would definitely definitely uh recommend and uh advocate for that but we're i'm gonna do some videos on that more specifically and uh, probably in the next i don't know i would say a couple weeks but who knows um so yeah so i think that kind of getting everybody on board i think is a good thing the other thing that i would also encourage everyone to do is think about all of the things that are on the list everything that you haven't got everything that you wanted to get all of that sort of stuff and look for the bright black friday sales um the the sales have been very different over the last couple of years, um, yeah, having somebody to talk to is amazing. Um, I absolutely love it. Um, BetterHelp, I, the reason I, I kind of decided I was going to do something with BetterHelp was I kind of got to a breaking point, not really a breaking point, but I had just kind of had it coming for a lo long time around just feeling kind of overwhelmed and, and burned out and with work and life and all kinds of stuff. And I think a lot of us kind of go and go and go and go and go and we think, oh, maybe we stop. It's kind of like when you're um, when you need to get your oil changed. It's like you can recognize that you're almost out of oil, but then at a certain point, like your car will just stop. Um, and at that point, you absolutely need to to go to a mechanic or something. Whereas if you had gotten it while you were about to run out of oil, you might have had a better chance. Um, well, when I realized that I was like, hey, I need to go talk to somebody because I need to figure out what's going on here. Uh, it was, you know, three or four months to get into anyone local, uh, any of the local clinics, anything that was covered by insurance. So I got with BetterHelp. And I will say it is definitely a little more expensive than if you have a, some like some sort of a mental health benefit with your insurance. But you can get in and start meeting with someone usually within like a week. Um, I think I had to wait a week to to get on somebody's schedule. And it was wonderful to just get in and start seeing somebody. And they have different ways. You can 
text message with the the doctors. You can um, do video chatting with the doctors. You can write the messages. Like there's lots of different tools that they have to actually facilitate the communication. Um, I personally just wanted the video chatting. I am not a typing out my feelings sort of a person. I'm like, hey, let's talk this through. Um, but there are lots of people that that would prefer the the other. They want to type it out. They don't necessarily want to talk. Um, but getting in and being able to see somebody quickly was great. And so while I was kind of figuring out if this better help thing was going to work, um, then I could get in line to actually get somebody local and that was covered by my insurance. So I will say now I can like go and the insurance copay for seeing somebody uh, local and covered by insurance is basically the same that I was paying per week with BetterHelp. Um, but BetterHelp was not ever going to be my kind of long-term solution. It was just going to be, hey, I need to figure out if this works. I need to see if this is helpful for me. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to also when we talk about health in prepping, when we talk about things like fitness and eating right and, you know, TUPS intermittent fasting, those are not necessarily the sexy, glamorous things about prepping. They're not as fun as a bug out bag or a new satellite gadget or something like that. Um, but I think they are part of the underpinnings of how you would actually work in any sort of like day-to-day -day life, let alone any sort of an emergency. Um, so BetterHelp was, was not going to be kind of my long-term thing. Um, it's just financially, it didn't make sense for it to be a long-term thing. Um, but it was fantastic to get started. And so I would highly encourage everybody, um, if they don't already have somebody with their insurance or they're thinking about it, um, to jump in and, and test out something like a BetterHelp if they feel like it would be beneficial. Um, and that would also give you a better idea, like if talk therapy is something that is beneficial, because not it's not for everybody. Um, but I think it's it's really great. And I think there's a lot of stigma still attached to it. It's not as much as it used to. But I think that there still is. And so I think when people come out and say, yeah, I go to therapy, and it's fantastic. Um, I think it takes a little bit of that away. Uh, or at least I hope it does. Um, and if there's somebody out there who has been thinking about it, but not really sure about it, and they hear that like, yeah, I go to therapy every week, and it is amazing. And I have told my therapist that when he retires, I will go live with him on whatever island he retires on. Um, I just have a standing meeting. It's fantastic. That chiropractic and um, massage, because I have some back injuries and some hip stuff that, that go on, like that's kind of my new self-care cocktail that I put in place last year and has been really wonderful um, in kind of smoothing out a lot of the a lot of the crazy that happens on a day-to-day -day basis. So um, yeah, does does talking to yourself count? It, you would think so. And I spend quite a bit of time talking to myself, but myself does not always talk to me back in a constructive way that I would like it to. Um, I, it often, you know, myself has great ideas all the time. Um, but myself also has a very difficult time sometimes um, prioritizing the concerns and the worries. And I think that when when you get into the, the prepping world, um, one of the things that my therapist has talked to me about is kind of like if you imagine like in Star Trek, you have the Enterprise for all of you nerdy Star Trek people out there who are who are going to identify with me here. Um, you kind of have like your your short range sensors and your long range sensors. 
And I think most people work off of their short range sensors. They just don't notice things that are beyond that. Um, but I think those of us who are in the prepping world, who have done a preparedness journey, who are thinking about those, we are constantly seeing potential issues, threats, concerns, and problems way before any, you know, most of the people that are around us. Um, I think a great example of that was during the pandemic when there were shortages, there were a lot of people who were caught completely off guard by it. And there were a lot of us who were out there trying to outthink the supply chain and figure out what might be next or if there's a hint of a shortage, how would we work around it? And that pressure and stress exists always everywhere. Um, and so if you don't have some way of kind of dealing with that, it just kind of ramps and piles and piles and piles and piles um, until you just kind of don't don't exactly know where to go forward. And, and that's, I think, where where it can be. So yeah, so talking to yourself definitely counts. Um, if yourself maybe has some sort of a degree or if you have like a dissociative personality disorder so that yourself is a different person, maybe that would be like, that could potentially be work. Uh, cat is my therapy. Um, but I would say got a professional for sure if I needed to. Yes. Um, and, and that's one of the interesting things too, is that like animals and, and um, we, we have a cat. Um, we had a cat, our Initial cat, Millie, uh, Dr. Millie Von Kitty Pants Esquire. Yes, she was a medical doctor and an attorney. Uh, we have high standards for our children. Uh, so she passed away during the pandemic. And we weren't really sure what we were going to do about another one. And we got another one. And the new one, um, Winston Mouskowitz, uh, who is a professor at Winston Mouskowitz, uh, is... Um, as a new addition to the family. And he has been wonderful, not just for for us in general, but specifically for my daughter and my wife. Um, they have really um, found a lot of um, kind of stress relief and compassion and everything in that, um, in the, the, the new kitten. Um, I enjoy him. Um, he's lovely. Um, you know, petting, petting animals supposedly is supposed to relieve stress. So I do that from time to time, um, but they really you really lock on to him as a, as an animal thing. So um, so yeah, cats absolutely. Um, also, fun little okay financially sort of thing. Uh, many companies will have some sort of a wellness plan or a stress relief plan or something like that. And if a cat or a dog or something like that, if if they are an emotional support animal, which I know a lot of. A lot of people think that's silly, like that you just want the, that designation so you can take the cat on the plane with you or something. Um, but there is a lot of, of research into that. If you can get, if that, that animal qualifies, um, then oftentimes you can get reimbursed for getting the, the, the animal, feeding the animal, training the animal, housing the animal. Um, there's a lot of options. So um, you know, within, within our little small business, um, we've talked to attorneys and, and tax people to figure out how to do that so that, um, so that, yeah, so that our little emotional support animal, um, can, can be a reimbursement to us. So, um, I would highly recommend that as well. If you're thinking about it, reach out to your HR people, find out 
all about your benefits because lots of times they're going to tell you a couple of benefits, um, the highlights, the ones that most people use. But oftentimes companies have, you know, very extensive benefit offerings. They just don't always advertise them. Um, so I would highly recommend that you look into that as well. Um, Pony Girl loves the names. Yes, my wife makes up all the names. Uh, my wife runs the cat's uh, Instagram. Um, and yes, Professor Mouskowitz has a an Instagram. Um, if you would like it, I would be happy to share that with everyone. Um, but she's, you know, puts up little pictures of the of the cat. Um, he has professor glasses sometimes. Um, he he does many things. He's quite talented. Um, let's see. Um, so yeah, so I, I think the other thing too was just, you know, the the Black Friday stuff now because of the pandemic, a lot of the Black Friday deals have been going on for a while. Um, they're not as focused on Black Friday and Cyber Monday as it used to be. It, now it's kind of the month of November and even sometimes October, there will be those. Um, but be really, um, I would say, aggressive in finding those, looking to see what is actually there. Um, what do you need? And look at alternative locations. I am constantly looking at Home Depot, Lowe's, um, our local um, agricultural stores, Wilco and, and Coastal Farm and Ranch. They often have similar brands to what you might find at like Target or Amazon or something like that. But because they're in a different kind of business, they run their discounts differently. And a lot of times I will find something at, for example, Coastal Farm and Ranch. Love them. We get our chicken food and our um, bedding and all that sort of stuff from them. We get plant starts from them. Love them. But most of the time they will do a, like, buy $50 in gift cards, get $60 worth of value. Buy a $100 gift card and, and or buy a $120 gift card, pay $100. So you're basically getting 20% off of a gift card. And then we'll look there and just, you know, I'll get a bunch of gift cards and we'll use it for chicken food and stuff. But we've also used it for hydro flask bottles that they sell hydro flask there and we needed water bottles for the kids. And so they were having a hydro flask sale. So not only did they have that discount, but we had those discounted gift cards. Um, when the pandemic was happening, we were trying to find respirators and masks everywhere um, at the very, very beginning those agricultural stores had respirators because, you know, farm, they're used in farming and they're used in building and all that sort of stuff. So while Home Depot was the instant place everybody thought of and Target was an instant place everybody thought of, not everybody thought about the, the agricultural store. So I ran out there and they were 20 minutes away from my house and was able to stock up on, you know, at least a couple of them that were still left. Um, so definitely look for the places that you maybe wouldn't think to look, but really look at their whole ad or look at their kind of whole, if you go to their website, look at the whole navigation of their website. Kohl's is another place. Macy's is another place. You think of it for clothes. Uh, we think about it for maybe appliances, but they have huge toy sections in their website and they have crazy deals. Um, they sometimes sell tools. They sometimes like all kinds of stuff. Um, and especially with their e-commerce businesses, a lot of those companies have branched off to third parties. And so they'll have a third party marketplace that they won't necessarily 
um, tout on the website. But if you look very closely, you'll see that it's something sold from a third party. Target does it all the time. But a lot of the deals then that run on Target or on Macy's or Kohl's can be applied to those third party vendors. So it wouldn't be something you would think of in their kind of core business model. But I, I would definitely encourage everyone to look at that. Um, I think the other two things I would layer on because I think they're just awesome. Number one is raise for discounted gift cards. That is like a home run every time to get an extra discount. You, If you have something you're going to buy, you go to raise, you find the store. Usually there's a gift card that you can buy there at a discount and then you can apply it and you get to keep all of those other deals. A lot of times when you go to the stores and you're buying something and there's a deal, it's you know, one discount per item, or, you know, you might have a buy one, get one free on one item or 20% off of something else, but you can't mix deals with a discounted gift card. You can put that on everything. So Costco sells some discounted gift cards, usually for restaurants and things. Um, I think they sell them for massages and spa stuff too. Um, but raise is like a marketplace for discounted gift cards. So Lowe's target, Walmart, a lot of them will maybe be 1% like Walmart and Target, but you can find stuff, especially if you're thinking about giving gifts to people, you know, movie tickets and Starbucks and all that sort of stuff, 5, 10, 15, 20% off very routinely. Um, I usually get my Cabela's gift cards there and they're usually 10 to 15% off. And then I'll, I'll stack that with, you know, whatever deal is happening at Cabela's. So highly recommend that. The other one is Rakuten, which this is newer to me. But uh, it's awesome. And if anybody wants a code, let me know. Um, so I have an affiliate code somewhere. But basically, if you use the code, you get, if you spend 30, and I think right now they're doing 40, if you spend $40, you get $40 back in cash back. Um, so it's basically like free, kind of. Um, and then they will have all different kinds of stores and all different kinds of discounts. So... I've gotten cash back, you know, 10%, 15% off at Lego. I've gotten cash back at Lowe's, at Home Depot, um, eBay, Cabela's. All of the, a lot of the places that I shop have cash back offers through Rakuten. And sometimes it's not worth the, the, the hassle of hitting the button, but for a lot of those stores, it can make a huge difference. I think, and you get paid, like you get a check back every, uh, Every 90 days, every three months, they give you a check back with all of your things. I think but the check that we're getting this batch is like $350 or $400 worth of just cash back. Stuff we would have bought anyway, stuff that I got, I used coupons and sales on, but because I used this app as an intermediary a little bit, um, and it's basically just they're a massive affiliate, and so they're getting a commission back from the store, and then they're kind of splitting that commission with you. Um, they used to be called Ebates. But just by using that, b- being mindful of when uh, a discount was 5%, you know, there's kind of the normal discounts, and then when they do their super sales, so they'll do four times cash back, five times cash back. Whenever those times happen, that's the time that I jump in and, and we'll buy a little bit more of something. So I uh, would definitely highly encourage everybody to... Um, to think about those two things just as tools to get you money back on the things that you're going to spend anyway. It's not a reason to spend more money, 
Um, although my Lego habit would definitely, um, definitely uh, argue with me on that. Uh, my wife would also question whether or not that is contributing to my Lego habit. Um, but I, we use it for so many other things. So would highly do that. Um, if anybody is looking for the Rakuten link, I think I have it in my TikTok um, bio, um, but I can get it um, and, and, you know, DM me on Instagram or um, I'll put it in the, in the comment section of the, this stream, if anybody wants it. Um, but yeah, so it's a great, it's a great little, it's a great little tool. Uh, yeah. Pony girl has heard good things about it. A hundred percent. Honey, honey's another one that I've heard. Um, I, I've heard honey is good. I haven't played with it a whole lot. Um so I've 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 got it hooked in to one of my browsers, but I do so much on my phone, buying things on my phone and everything, that I don't often have it connected. Um, so I've thought about using it a little bit more and seeing about it. I think Rakuten has a similar plan. Um, they have a similar thing, but um, but yeah, I any of those would be great. Um, I think the the Rakuten extra cash discount, if you haven't, if you don't already have a Rakuten account and you're going to get stuff for Black Friday, the $40 back uh, referral bonus is the biggest bonus that they usually have. Usually it's $30 and then on um, special events, they'll do 40. Uh, I think another thing is important when you're using these apps to monitor what the kind of basic percentages are and what the... Um, and then what the specials are. So you know, hey, is this good or not? When when Lego goes from 2.5% to 5%, I'm like, meh. But when it goes to 10%, I know it's good. When it was 15%, I was like, okay, what is happening here? Um, same thing like with Cabela's. Same thing with eBay. Same thing with Target, Nike, Shop Disney. There's bunches and bunches of retailers. And so when you kind of get an idea of what the, and it'll show you in the app what the usual is and then what the, the current amount is. So you can kind of get a good idea. It's rare that a, that a company on Rakuten or a, a retailer on Rakuten has their basic for more than a week or two. Usually there is some sort of a promotion that will increase it. The important thing is to just know like what is a good increase? What is worth jumping on if you're going to stock up on something versus what's not. So um, let's see. I'm just checking on this. Chuck gets credit from Walmart. So yeah, that would be great. I haven't, Raisin and Rakuten don't do great on Walmart. I think you get a percent back or something, um, which, you know, it's still a percent depending on what you're, how much you're spending. But it's, it's not um, as big as some of the other ones um targets the same way i think they know that like they don't have to do a big discount because people are going to shop at target they're going to shop at walmart um there's also not i don't think as big of a margin for a lot of the things at walmart and target as there might be other places so um anyway so that's those are my thoughts that's what i had that's what i came up with for today um Thank you all for joining. I really appreciate it. Um, next week, we should be back with Tup. Um, I think I might do, I was debating about doing just some kind of ad hoc random streams. Um, 
I'm getting a new Lego set for the new office, which is fully under construction. We have floor insulation in. We have um, floor joists and things. There was a whole flooding situation with a, a French drain today that they had to spend the day working on. But hopefully we'll have walls up uh, either by the end of this week or beginning of next week. And then uh, start finishing off the walls, drying it in. And, and it looks... From what it looks like right now, it looked. I will say it looks pretty cool. It's insulation and rafters, so or joists. So it's not like the most exciting thing on the planet, but it is pretty cool that it's starting to come together. So um, we'll have more on that um, in the next couple of weeks. And um, yeah, thank you, Chuck. Appreciate it. Thanks to all of you again for joining. Um, I know it was kind of last minute, but we'll be back next week. Um, like I said. Oh, where I was going originally, I may have some little streams building my new Lego set and just kind of taking Q&A and questions. So, uh, you know, whether it's on TikTok or Twitch or YouTube, not really sure how I'm going to do it yet, but I, I really like this stream live format. And so I'm trying to figure out kind of ways of, of doing more of that um, and, and answering questions on that. So anyway, um, don't they all end up being random? Yes. Look, just because Tup's not here, it doesn't mean I have to like completely avert our entire format for the show. Most of our streams are random. Most of our things are all over the place. And uh, so, yeah, so it'll be, it'll, it'll be, uh, you know, an interesting next, next few days. We'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, thanks again for joining us. I really am going to end it now. Not like when Tup is here and he tells me that we need to end it. And then I try to end it and then it goes on forever and ever and ever. Um, and then we end it. Um, I am actually going to end it now. Thank you all for joining. I really do appreciate you guys subscribing, visiting with us every week, um, hanging out with me, um, even though Tup's not here. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, we will see you either off and on this weekend or uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye-bye.